take every opportunity like don't even hesitate about it just do it of course you want to like think about it right but like from what i've learned is sometimes like when you hesitate on like when there's like an opportunity in front of you it really slows you down especially as a startup which is one of like the main like pros of being a startup is that you can like move at a certain pace right you, you can uh, quickly change your model you can adapt faster than most businesses so i would say definitely like if you see an opportunity take it um, either like joining a podcast or just you know spreading like your name out there just do it Hey everyone, this is Devin Miller here with another episode of The Inventive Journey. I'm your host, Devin Miller, the serial entrepreneur that's grown several startups in the seven and eight figure businesses, as well as the CEO and founder of Miller IP Law, where we help startups and small businesses with their patents and trademarks. If you ever need help with yours, just go to strategymeeting.com and we're always here to help. Now, today we have a, another couple great guests, and so every once in a while we, we uh, have a, a couple guests on at the same time, and so those are is one of those great occasions today. So we have a, a, a couple of brothers, Robert and Michael Silva, and, uh, and uh, give you a quick introduction. Um, Michael was is a CEO, COO of the company, uh, went to the University of Texas, uh, for, originally as an undeclared major, and then went into graphic design, um, started in college trying to figure out what he wanted to do. His brother was also working at Whole Foods at the time as an analyst, and so um, didn't, or they'd also kind of during that time, um, his brother was a show, or introducing a lot of the coworkers to Flan, which was a healthy kind of dessert type alternative. Um, so as Michael was trying to kind of figure things out, what he wanted to do, saw an opportunity there. So as Michael was, still, or was a student and, and was do, working, uh, doing that out, they got together with, the, with the, Robert, uh, explored the opportunity. Robert was on the engineering side. And so after a few years, decided to kind of dive in, go full bore and, and continue to push this uh, or develop this as a business. So with that much as an introduction, welcome on the podcast, uh, Michael and Robert. Hey, hey how's it thank, going? You, uh, thank you for having us on. Uh, this is pretty exciting. Uh, just talking about sharing us uh, a little bit about our story. And you briefly went over it, right? I'm one of the co-founders, Michael. This is Robert, another co-founder. And then our other co-founders, my brother. And yeah, just pretty much like you covered most of it. <laughs> you touched base on like a lot of like what started the company. So I gave kind of the brief or high level overview, but let's go back in time a bit. So when you're going to University of Texas, kind of trying to figure out how, where, what you were going to do and where you were headed and kind of help us uh, pick us up from there. So tell us a little bit about your journey. Yeah, that was back in 2014 when I, uh, uh, that was my first semester at UT the fall 2014. Oh man, such a long time ago. And uh, yeah, no, like originally I was going in as for kinesiology, didn't get in uh, for some reason, but uh, so I went in the declared. I went to UT and declared and I didn't know, had, didn't have an idea what I wanted to do. It was like between biology and like something within like art, which is kind of weird. <laughs> uh, and yeah, uh, and then my brother who at the time was a master's student also like he wasn't sure what he wanted to do. And uh, that's when he went to like the data, data field and he became an analyst at Whole Foods. And uh, just he over there just started seeing like an opportunity because uh, he was giving his coworkers flan. And on my side, I was still like going, you know, going through the motions, going through school. You know, it was, it was around my junior year when like things kind of started like coming together of like, okay, I want to look, do something on my own. I don't see myself working under a big company. Um, because I, I was on the side, I was doing freelance graphic design, working with like other startups and small businesses. And I was seeing like how all that worked and it seemed more free 
as mm -hmm. like a creative as well. Like I love creating content and I just love the idea of being able to like be my own boss and like just really do what I wanted to do. And it wasn't until last year, 2020, uh, where finally everything like, you know, started coming together, all the like pieces started fitting in the red places and the flan flan was the product that we saw could like really, uh, you know, we could build something around, uh, which is kind of weird, right? Like you don't really think flan <laughs> could like be something, but you know, uh, we were very passionate about it because it's our dad's recipe and it's something we grew up with and we noticed that it wasn't really out there. It wasn't any good flan. The flan that you find at the store uh, is really like just uh, pre-made, pre-mixed, and um, or people don't know what it is. It's which is kind of funny because flan is like a global thing. You know, it's originally from France and it's spread through like all these other countries. And so yeah, 2020 when we started. Um, so now let me dive or, re or rewind just a little bit on that. So you guys are so you're doing. You know, you're in. Uh, undergraduate and i think uh one of your brothers was in graduate school and then robert you were working as a yeah. um engineer is that right yeah so uh, me and jesse and i we both graduated last year from the macomb school of business mm -hmm. at ut um i started my career as an engineer and jesse is a data analyst for Whole Foods. that's right so now so kind of you got a mixture of, you know, kind of three brothers that are going in three different directions, a bit of Whole Foods analyst, engineer, undeclared, graphic design, and kind of all of that. So how did you guys, as you started out taking different paths, are you guys still kind of taking those different paths? And this is a side hustle that you hope to build into a full-time hustle, or have you guys all come on board and are doing it full-time? And kind of how did you guys all make those connections of, hey, we want to dedicate our life to Flan, so to speak. We want to put in a, an effort and kind of go down this route. How did how did those all start to intermix and, and interlink? Uh, well, um, for me, um, I saw this as, as an opportunity, like I said, to create really, right? This is something that I want to pursue full, fully. Um, for the future, hopefully it turned, this can be like a way for me to like uh, start my own things and like learn through like this business, like from each other. That's really what the goal is for me. But this is like an actual dream, like, you know, fully dedicated to it. I'm doing this full time. Um, when we started, I was like still working part time. Uh, I was still going to school. I was doing part time uh, at one of our uh, local grocery stores here at HEB. So, uh, so I was like balancing three things at the same time. And uh, finally, I got to a point where like, you know, this has like my full attention. Mm. Yeah. So, so, yeah, with me, it was, so it was a little bit different. So pretty much my whole career has been in the corporate sector doing design and construction uh, in the oil and gas field industry. Um, when I met Jess, we kind of talked about maybe potentially owning, doing our own business, you know, getting away from the corporate side of things and just doing our own thing. So over the, as the years progressed, we actually decided to apply to school, <laughs> to the business school, uh, and where we got a degree in technology commercialization, where you focus on launching your own startup. Basically, it's an entrepreneurship program. So during that program, that's when we decided, all right, well, what opportunities are available right now? You know, looking at Austin, Austin's booming right now in the tech industry, and it's growing in the CPG industry. So why not get into the CPG industry? And that's kind of how it all started um, with us. Um, so we actually, so Jesse actually started putting all the tools together towards the last semester of our graduate program, and then eventually launched officially uh, in May of last year. Okay. And as of now, um, yeah, the goal is to quit corporate and just, you know, have our own business. So now as you guys are kind of going down that route, you know, 
quitting corporate is that so all are all three of you guys in is the business to a degree that you can kind of support yourself are you what, building it to get to that level or kind of as you guys are all diving in or figuring out how which roles you have and who, who does what where the business is headed kind of how you guys all sorted that out yeah Oh, no, I was just gonna say. Uh, so at the beginning, uh, pretty much we were all doing a little bit of everything. Nothing was really defined. I mean, we gave each other roles, titles, but it wasn't necessarily like, oh, you're only gonna do accounting. Oh, you're only gonna do, you know, finance. It was more everybody did a little bit of everything. As months progressed, we kind of started assigning each other roles with things that we will focus on more. Like for example, Michael started focusing more on operations and uh, graphic design. Um, I started focusing more on the financial side of things. And that's kind of how it just, it just sort of happened mm-hmm. as we progressed. Um, as far as sustaining ourselves, just with this company for now, we're not there yet. I mean, that's our goal though. I mean, we've been growing every month since we launched, uh, revenue wise, growing our customer base. I mean, it's been going really well. So eventually we want to get to that point where this is our job. No, definitely makes sense. So now as you guys have done that and you, you know, you started to build it, you're having, you know, you're growing month over month. It's uh, you know, figuring out the market, figuring out what each of you are doing, figuring out how to bring it to the market and all of that. Where do you kind of uh, guys see the next, you know, six to 12 months headed for you guys? Um, so when we first started this, the main goal was to get into the grocery store. Um, and month to month we've added like micro goals. So within like, the fifth month we made our goal to like get into like uh, these boutique grocery stores uh, called Royal blue. And we got into that. And, uh, and since then it's been like these micro goals, right? Cause the, the main goal is to get into like the, our biggest like uh, grocery store here, which is HEB. And, um, I think that's still our goal, but we, but things keep pivoting and changing so much uh, within like what we're doing is that we, we keep setting new goals for us. Like recently it's been like, we're getting into like local restaurants, as well because we see an opportunity there as well besides the grocery stores and that's how we've kind of been going uh we even from like the start uh because we kind of started with word of mouth word of mouth like uh telling our friends telling their friends of friends uh that's how we started selling and eventually to become more stable we got into the farmers markets uh here in uh, here in texas and uh, that went really well for us as well and that, that's just how it's kind of been you know like to really keep us like on track it's just like adding these little goals that lead up to the main goal which is the grocery store yeah, throughout our, throughout our progress, we've been having to pivot a little bit. And it's just a learning curve, you know. This is our first, the first company that we've ever launched. Um, and even though we have the educational background for it, we, you know, this is, we've never actually done a real company before. So it's been a good experience, though. I mean, what started off as uh, us delivering blondes door to door is now basically, now you can find us at the stores and at restaurants. So. Oh, awesome. Definitely sounds like, you know, on the one hand, as COVID it as scenes adjusted, you're having to, you know, adjust and pivot a bit. And yet on the other hand, it sounds like uh, continuing to make progress, continuing to grow and, and move forward. So now with that, we'll, you know, as we've kind of brought it up to today and, and kind of where things at and looking a bit into the future, we'll go ahead and dive to or dive into this a couple of questions I always ask each podcast, which is okay. the first question is, is along your journey, what was the worst business decision you ever made? And what did you learn from it? Worst business decision that we learned from it. That's a, that's a trick because we're not even a year old, right? And so like, as maybe you've seen, it's like a lot of like early businesses, like a lot of decisions are like, ah, was that really a good idea? Maybe, oh, 
I think I would say investing in uh, like a theme packaging was one of the biggest mistakes. Uh, we kind of like were curious and it had a little, uh, we're a little ambitious. We ordered like uh, Valentine's Day uh, theme packaging mm -hmm. and then uh, Texas got frozen over. And uh, <laughs> so that's so how that went. <laughs> yeah, Texas froze over. We weren't able to like uh, really keep pursuing that uh, theme uh, because it really slowed everything down. So that really caught us okay. off guard. And we just learned that like, okay, maybe for, since this is our seller first year, we should like slow down on like themed packaging and uh, just really focus on like, you know, building our brand first and our identity. Yeah, and then that, that kind of affected us because uh, at the time we were mostly selling at farmer's markets and with the Texas freeze going on, all that shut down. So basically we couldn't sell any of the Valentine's Day products that we were hoping to sell. So that was unfortunate, but we decided, hey, let's not throw this stuff away. Let's save it for something else, you know? So it's not a complete waste, but it was a little- mm. Yeah, it was like a big like uh, learning experience, definitely. As far as, uh, I wouldn't say a big mistake, but as far as uh, understanding what consumers want in regards to flavors and things like that, it's been, uh, has been very interesting as well. You know, we, at the beginning of the year, when we first launched, we started off with uh, half cake and uh, half flan, or like choco flan, right? Mm -hmm. um, over months, as months progressed, we started noticing trends like uh, what people want, right? They wanna be healthier. They wanna look at local ingredients. They want to, uh, they wanna focus on gluten-free items. So we shifted a little bit mm -hmm. and now all our products are gluten-free. So it's been, I wouldn't say it was a mistake, but it was a good learning curve during that time. So. Awesome. Yeah. Definitely sounds like, uh, you know, things that, um, things that you can always look back and say, Hey, if I'd only known type thing, I would have done something different, but it gives you a bit of a learning curve, gives you a bit of an education and it helps you to figure out what to do next time and how to move forward on that. So that all sounds uh, awesome and, and great to, things to learn from. So now I'll jump to my second question, which is, if you're talking to uh, somebody that's just getting into a startup or a small business, what'd be the one piece of advice you'd give them? Um, looking at it, I would say take every opportunity. Like, don't even hesitate about it. Just do it. Of course, you want to like think about it, right? But like, from what I've learned is sometimes like when you hesitate on like when there's like an opportunity in front of you, it really slows you down especially as a startup, which is one of like the main like pros of being a startup is that you can like move at a certain pace, right? You, you can uh, quickly change your model. You can adapt faster than most businesses. So I would say definitely like, if you see an opportunity, take it uh, either like joining a podcast or just, you know, <laughs> spreading like your name out there, just do it. Yeah, I, I would also say to that, um, if you're not sure what you want to build yet or what business you want, don't just think of like this difficult, challenging thing, like, like, Oh, I gotta be the next, you know, Instagram or the next Facebook or mm -hmm. Uber. Yeah. I mean, all those are awesome new companies. Right. But at the same time, like you can come up with the simplest thing and become huge at it. I mean, you don't need, you don't need something difficult to, to make something work. Yeah, you don't need to reinvent the yeah. wheel, basically. If you if uh, if you you have to find that one thing that people need, and you know, if you you can build something out of that and become very successful. So. Hmm. No, and I think that that's definitely all all great advice, and definitely some are things that uh, as people are starting out and uh, and getting going on their business, that so they should take to, or take to heart. So. 
Well, as we start to wrap up the podcast, if people are wanting to reach out to you guys or wanting to be a customer, a client, whether it's to buy one for themselves or they're a wholesaler, retailer, they want to be an employee, they want to be an investor, they want to be your next best friend, any or all of the above, what's the best way to reach out, connect up and find out more? So we do have uh, we do have a website, alcoholclusivefoods.com. You can also find us on all social media at alcoholclusivefoods. Uh, best way, definitely, you know, contacting us, emailing us. Uh, we will reply to like direct messages on social media as well. So yeah, that's kind of the best place to uh, find us. Awesome. Well, I definitely encourage people to to reach out, connect up, find out more, and and uh, support uh, support the flan out there. Um, now for thank you guys again for coming on the podcast for all of you that are listeners if you have your own journey to tell and you want to uh, be a guest on the podcast feel free to go to inventiveguest.com apply to be on the show two more things as listeners one click subscribe in your podcast player so you know when all of our awesome episodes come out and two leave us a review so new people can find out about us as well last but definitely not least if you ever need help with patents trademarks or anything else with the business just go to strategymeeting.com grab some time with us to chat Thank you again, uh, Robert. Thank you again, Michael, for coming on. It's been fun. It's been a pleasure. And wish the next leg of your journey even better than the last. Thank Thank you. you. Uh, Thank you for having us on. And uh, this is a really cool thing you're doing. And definitely subscribe, guys. Awesome. (laughs) 